Hey, what's up? It's Duff. It's another episode of Da Huff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm also on YouTube, so go to YouTube and search Da Huff Uncensored, and then again hit that subscribe button. A lot of crazy stories we're going to get into today. We're going to try to have a great, fun, uplifting show. Ooh, I'm wiggling my fingers like towards the sky, which could be exciting or slightly inappropriate, however you want to look at it. Anyway, let's dive into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Did you guys see that massive underwater volcano in the Pacific Ocean just uh, erupted? Now, here's what's crazy. It's home to a bunch of mutant sharks. Great! Now we got to deal with mutant sharks. Yeah, I know. I know. So apparently these sharks have adapted to the harsh conditions in these these tunnels, these uh, vent systems that are down toward, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. And it's uh, underneath where the volcano is. They've just adapted to it. Whether it's the heat or the, the minerals that are in the water, they've adapted to those surroundings. So... Holy shit, the fact that they keep calling them mutant sharks really kind of freaks me out. Because now, one, you got an underwater volcano erupting where there's mutant sharks. So the first thing I thought of is like Sharknado. (laughs) Somebody's going to be on a boat or on an island, and all of a sudden they're like, life is good. All right, let me whittle another, uh, you know, spoon. Holy shit, a shark! (laughs) And it just falls on them. Okay? That's the first thing that popped in my head because I'm stupid. Uh, and then now it's just like, also, I'm like, I, I'm thinking of roided up sharks. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Do they have arms? Are they like bench pressing shit? I don't know. It's really interesting to see, all joking aside, since their habitat seems like it's been disrupted enough, that are they going to be able to adapt to outside of where they've been. And if that's the case, if they're able to, what does that mean for sea life in that area? Are they are they going to be a dominant uh, feature out in that area? So that's going to be interesting to see if there's any, what are, what are the long-term effects as far as these quote-unquote mutant sharks that are out there? I don't know. Kind of freaks me out. That being said, where's, uh, where's that, what's that, Ian whatever the fuck his name is, from Beverly Hills 90210 with his chainsaw. We need a motherfucker with a chainsaw to take on these mutant sharks. Listen, guys, I don't write it. It's science, okay? (laughs) Boy. Anyway, did you see McDonald's and Wendy's are being sued for right around $50 million over misleading ads that make their burgers look bigger? First of all, yeah, I get it. It is kind of misleading, but I've kind of just one of the, it's one of those things where you, you realize when you watch a commercial or you see any sort of advertisement, you realize it's not going to be the way it looks unless it's a burrito. Burritos are pretty standard, <laughs> although burrito bowls are not. So I I get that it doesn't look exactly the same and it there oftentimes you order something and you're like, dude, that looks nothing like what I just ordered, but it's still delicious. I get I guarantee these motherfuckers that are trying to sue Wendy's and McDonald's, 
They have no problem eating the product. They just want more of it. I want more of it. This is bullshit, man. I paid five ninety nine for this bacon double cheeseburger. <laughs> but I'm, guess what? I don't feel like it's big enough. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit, man. That's right, Tommy. <laughs> I just, I get it. But that's how advertising works. Welcome to fucking reality. Do you think people are going to, are people going to start suing like Victoria's Secret because the the models look more attractive than they do when they put on the lingerie? I could see that shit happening. It was very misleading. I thought I was going to turn into, to, you know, this, you know, sexy woman and, uh, you know, looking like Halle Berry or I can't think of any, I don't know any of the new models. Okay. Uh, and she never, was she ever really a model? She's just an attractive uh, actress. Anyway. Be like, I'm going to sue because I bought this. I put it on and I look nothing like her. They're like, sir, sir, I get it. But come on, man. <laughs> I even tucked it back. I tucked it back. I don't know. I think that's a, a bit of a ridiculous lawsuit. Uh, and I think just that's just people looking for money. It, it's it's ridiculous. Now, that being said, have you ever gone to a place and they forget, like, key ingredients? That shit pisses me off when you go to a restaurant and you're like, I want these loaded, um, like, bar fries type of thing. And they're supposed to be, like, sour cream and, and whatever else on it. And then they just bring it out and it's just this glop of goo. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking eat that. That was disgusting. I, I just think it's a little ridiculous. I understand the pers- the point of things aren't always what they seem. Like the picture is one thing. That's an advertisement to get you to buy it. But that being said, when you, when you get the food out there, it doesn't look the same. I will say this. When I worked at Subway, they the goal was, and not everybody does this, but when you were trained, I want to say somebody told me this, but that's the way I tried to do it maybe that's why i suck so bad and i was so slow but is you try to make it look as picture perfect as possible so you look at the pictures behind the crew members at a subway you you can make the sandwich look like that you can you just have to take your time and not just throw the fucking meat on there and not just throw the vegetables on there you can make it look just like the picture it's very fucking simple but the problem is, is most employees don't want to take the time to do that. Like I said, that's part of the reason why I was so slow. Because I was like, I just want to make it look like that. They're like, fuck, Scott's working again. Jeez, man, he is so slow. But he is a sandwich artist. Art has no time. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, this, this asshole's working today. Yeah, it's going to look good. <laughs> do you... There was a guy who was trying to, you know, work the crowd at a zoo. And he's like playing with a lion through a fence. And he's like trying to get the lion to open its mouth and show off his teeth. Motherfucker. What do you expect happens (laughs) when you do that? When you you sit there and essentially are poking your finger through a, a, a fence, a chain link fence. In into a lion's mouth area, guess what happens? The fucking lion bit his finger. And you know what? 
The lion did not want to let it go. I was watching the video of it, and this guy is literally like both feet at one point are up against the fence, and he is being held up by the lion pulling on the guy's finger. And he, the lion's just like, fuck it, man. Fuck it. You want to play with me? You want to play with me? I got your finger. I got your finger, motherfucker. I ain't letting go till it rips off. <laughs> and then sure enough, it ripped off right at the knuckle. And then it, like the rest of the skin below that is is gone. And the guy just like immediately walks away and like gets in his truck and leaves. <laughs> and he, cause he's an employee. I, I don't know if I said that at the beginning, but he is an employee and he was trying to work the crowd to, you know, get your money's worth. Come on. I'm going to finger a lion. And next thing you know, the lion eats the finger. Dumb shit. You, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So there you go. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Congratulations, zoo worker. You stuck your finger in the fence. And guess what? The lion bit it off. All right. <laughs> I haven't introduced you guys, the podcasters, to Don Pardo de Huff. There you go. I always did that on the radio station. Mike, like Mike Evans gets like all all giddy whenever I do it. He's like, we got to give away a, a fake prize. People are like, all right, congratulations. You win absolutely nothing. All right. Come on down. All right. That's <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> all right. We got more coming your way, but first total beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits, and they also deliver. They have curbside pickup available for you, and they also do online wine education classes. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need, and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the men in McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Xnay on the whole intro-web thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the men of Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's a Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches sports. And I had a mouthful of spit the entire time I was doing that total beverage commercial and I needed to swallow, but I didn't. So it just kept building up and I'm like, I better not choke, <laughs> better not choke. But I didn't, I didn't, I did that for you guys. I didn't swallow for you. Okay. You're welcome. Anyway, get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> you dirty sluts. All right. So uh, this is like one of my worst fears as a parent. When you have little, especially little kids, you go into a store and you're, do not touch anything. Do not touch anything. Keep your hands to your side. And you, you're saying that to a kid and they're wanting to touch everything. You either tell them not to touch everything and then they, uh, you know, then they still do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say. They are going to want to touch everything. So this father 
and his son are in a store, and his son accidentally knocked over a $4,000 Teletubby sculpture. He has to fucking pay for that shit. I would be so mad. One, that my kid broke it. And two, who the fuck makes a $4,000 Teletubby sculpture? The only reason why they make a $4,000 Teletubby sculpture is somebody's going to fucking buy it. I want to see the person that buys that. (laughs) That's fucking weird. But, hey, if you can make artwork and somebody wants to buy it, that's fine with me. I get it. It's kind of like the NFTs. We've talked about that before. I, I, that's a seller's market, not a buyer's market. If you buy it, you're, you're screwed because you get, you're paying for nothing. But if you're the seller, shit, man, make your money. I get it. So God, that, that just scares the shit out of me. I, as of right now, knock on, knock on wood. I have not had any of that happening. Uh, I've, I've, caught something before wasn't anything close to that much like i'd be pissed if it was ten dollars <laughs> like four thousand bucks are you kidding me like uh, you're never going to college <laughs> never ever unless you get a scholarship but let's be honest that's not gonna happen uh, ice war ice wars international check this shit out it's hockey and mma Mixed together and it's beautiful. Cover no, and checks only five foot seven, but he comes wailing away. Oh, he wanted to keep throwing, even though Cornell is down. Cornell, college hockey player on the ACHA level in North Dakota. Oh, a little stiff right from Cornell, and now he's going after check. Check comes in. Oh, these guys are feisty. They're they're feisty they're feisty (laughs) that's right there is a a league now ice wars international where it's mixing hockey and mma here are the rules no headbutting or biting no hair pulling or kneeing and combatants helmets and gloves must stay on at all times plus they wear MMA gloves alongside their full hockey gear. This is oddly intriguing. <laughs> I I love hockey as as a spectator. I love watching it. I couldn't play it to save my life. I can't get on skates and actually do anything. I just sit there and just fear. Fear runs through my entire body and go, when am I going to fall? It's going to be soon. What am I going to break? I don't know. I can't do that shit, but I love watching it. And when fights break out, I know so many people frown upon that. But shit, man, it is weird that it's part of the game, but I love watching it. I love it. It is, But it, it's funny because like the refs will just be like, let them go. Just let them go. <laughs> but then like, you know, it, it's odd. So to to get your fix on this, Ice Wars International. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's worth checking out. That being said, it would be hard to follow this for an entire quote-unquote season or however they do it. I, I, it's, it's interesting. I don't see it surviving very long. But while it's there, check it out. These guys are on skates, full hockey gear. They're just wearing MMA gloves. And 
hockey fighting is a tremendous skill. Tremendous. I, I'd be fearful of these guys if they weren't on skates, too. Like, it scares the shit out of me that, like, if somebody tried to pick a fight with me and they're on skates and I'm on skates, but imagine how good they would be with solid footing. Holy shit. Crazy. Go check it out. Again, Ice Wars International. Fucking wild. Fucking wild. Hey, thank you guys so much for popping on today. It's a little bit of a short episode, but I truly appreciate it. It's been kind of a weird week, and I'm I'm going to... Next week, I have a great show that's going to open up the week. It's called American Badass. It's a story of a man that just would not quit in World War II. I heard the story on Mr. Ballin. Then I did some additional research on this guy. And it's just mind-blowing, mind-blowing that this guy did what he did. And in in honor of Memorial Day, in remembering those that we have lost that have fought for this great country, I figured it would be a good time to bring out something like that where it was just like, wow, just mind-blowing. So I'll have that coming for you on Monday, the next episode, episode 141. So, geez, we're at 141 coming up next week. That's insane to think about. Just want to say thank you to everybody that's been involved in this podcast, whether it's everybody over at Mile High Sports, Nate Lundy and the crew, or everybody at Blake Street Tavern. Thank you guys for supporting me in, in this podcast. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. I truly appreciate everybody over at Total Beverage. Go check them out. You can go to their website, totalbev.com, and they have an amazing selection and as we go in, we're getting ready to organize a neighborhood kind of barbecue, cookout, whatever you want to call it. And of course, we got to get loaded up on on the booze. <laughs> so I got some uh, major lushes on either side of me. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say any names, Rob or Jeff. <laughs> okay. They're a bunch of booze hounds. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you know, it's going to be fun. So go check out Total Beverage at TotalBev.com and see what they can do for you as the summer parties kick off. I know we're going to have a blast this summer, uh, my family, in the neighborhood, so it's going to be great. So if you guys want, you can reach out to me, DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. You can always reach out if you have a story to share, whether it's a creepy story from when you grew up or a question that you want answered or whatever or just a random topic you want me to hit on. I don't mind. I do not mind at all. Thank you guys so much. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.